You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks who want to grow a sustainable and impactful business on their own terms. We're here to meet you at the intersection of strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry so that we can create our own versions of success and grow businesses that serve our personal goals and creativity just as much as it serves our audiences. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business, one that allows you to lean into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, storyteller and outlaw mentor with a nose for the bullshit. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions because overthinking is a feminist issue. The antidote, your intuition. So get ready as each week we have the messy, honest, and transparent conversations about entrepreneurship, the kind that's missing from the highlight reels of our social media feeds. We're uncovering the real stories behind what it takes to run a sustainable online business on your own terms, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Hey, outlaws, welcome to episode number 63. I wanted to take a moment to start this episode off by saying that I'm always kind of checking in and aware of how the podcast is doing. Of course, like anything in our business, we tend to look at some data every once in a while. And every week I receive a report and it tells me how many people have been downloading the show. Um, And at some point last year, I, in my head was like, we've got to increase the visibility of the podcast. And then I stopped and I recognized that actually I wasn't really that bothered. I, not that I'm not bothered, but I know that the podcast reaches the people who need it. I know that if you're listening to this episode, it's because you have a connection to what I talk about. You enjoy the transparency and the honesty and the real conversations. And I had a number of people over the last few weeks and last couple of months really share that with me. And it's been really eye-opening because it can be really easy to fall into the routine of creating episodes, coming up with ideas, sitting down, recording them, having conversations with my team and putting these episodes out and forgetting that every single time we air an episode, even if 10 people were to listen, that's 10 people, 10 people who are taking time out of their day to put their earbuds in, to find the latest latest episode and listen to me talking to you. So first of all, hi. Second of all, thank you so fucking much. And over the last few weeks, we have seen quite an increase in our listenership. And I'm not sure whether that's a me thing or a you thing or a combination, but either way, I want to take a moment to thank every single one of you listening, because without you, this show wouldn't exist. Without each of you listening in, without each of you really advocating for your own voices and telling me the kind of bullshit that you're fed up with in the online space, this show wouldn't exist because this show existed or was built off of these conversations that we have been having over the last couple of years. It started 
all over on Instagram, really during that first lockdown, we connected over things that we were tired of seeing in the online space. And over time, we advocated for our own voices. We created this podcast and now we get to have these conversations on a weekly basis. And I absolutely love being able to sit down and talk with you and have these conversations. And honestly, when I press record, I feel like I'm just chatting with you. So I just wanted to take a moment and thank you because, as I said, I don't know whether this increase in listenership is from me, from you, from both of us, but either way, thank you. If you are sharing this show with friends and in groups, I appreciate you. I love the fact that you're sharing something that means so much to me. And I appreciate you speaking up and advocating for this. And I also really love the fact that you're getting something from it. And that's so important because I'm a big believer in really acknowledging what we need from our from our businesses and from everything we invest our resources into. So the fact that you're investing your time and energy into listening to this show means so much. So thank you. Now, you may have noticed, and you probably didn't, but I'm still going to acknowledge it because it brings me nicely into today's episode. <laughs> last week, we played a little bit of a switcheroo, and I want to talk about why. So last week, you got to listen into our guest episode for this month, and what a guest she was. I sat down with Joy from Joy Knows How, and we talked all about being a multi-passionate. And honestly, when I recorded that episode with her afterwards, I just was, I was in such an introspective mood because I really wanted to focus on choosing me and what that meant for me. And I really feel like that came up a lot in my journaling over the last few weeks after that conversation with her. So if you feel the same, First of all, please tell her, (laughs) let her know how much you loved the episode, but also, you know, really journal on that. Maybe go back and listen to it again. Have a look at the show notes, take a look at the, um, the transcript if you want to, and, you know, use that as an opportunity to really think about the ways in which you could choose yourself instead of choosing a niche and the ways in which we discussed that. And the reason we did this switch is because my energy was like non-existent. I mean, I, I couldn't put my finger on it. I couldn't work out. I was like, is it because I had a few days off for my birthday? I don't know. But my energy was super duper low and we needed to get an episode out. So we moved our guest episode forward. But I was left feeling kind of crappy. Let's just be honest. I I hate having to move things around. I hate that my team ended up having to kind of rush to put something together and that I was the bottleneck in that process. And the reason I'm sharing this is because you guys know I love some transparency and I always want to share with you things that I'm experiencing and the process that I might follow to help me kind of find my way back. So I absolutely love recording this show. I love sitting down and chatting with you. And I really wanted to talk about so many different things. But it was at the point where I could not figure out what to talk about first. And I had already had an idea of what I wanted to focus on this month. And so for February, our theme is planning by the moon. 
you may or may not know that I published, self-published a planner at the end of 2021 called Planning by the Moon. And it's an undated three-month planner and it combines strategy with spirituality and self-inquiry. It's like this wonderful hybrid of journaling and planning. It really allows you to focus on some strategic aspects of your business so that you can look at content planning and how to create a content plan for your business. But it also calls you to be creative. It encourages you to journal, even just during the new moon and full moon. And I share with you prompts and ways in which you can get started. And I wanted to focus this month on talking about the ways in which we can use the moon to help us kind of come back to ourselves because planning by the moon is deeply intuitive. It really encourages us to listen to ourselves. And I realized that I wasn't doing that. When I was getting all flustered about the fact that we didn't have an episode ready, I was not listening to my intuition. I was focusing on what I should do, or I was focusing on maybe what everyone else might expect of me. And I'm really not here for that anymore. So this month, we are going to be really digging into the lunar cycle and looking at how we can use the moon and how we can use these resources that are already around us, these cycles in which we are already a part of, how we can use those to help us plan our businesses and how we can also use them to help us intuitively and when we want to journal and be really introspective and focus on being curious rather than judgmental or shaming ourselves into doing something in our business, which used to be my my go-to. So when I talk about the moon and the lunar cycle, I do try to keep it as simple as possible. There are eight phases of the moon cycle, but I tend to focus on just four phases because I think that it's a little bit easier for us. It's even easier for me just to look at those four phases overall. Um, So last week on February 1st, we had a new moon and that is the first phase of the lunar cycle. The first phase of the lunar cycle is when the moon is at its darkest. She represents new beginnings and is a time for setting your intentions. And so every month I host a new moon circle and there we use that energy of both the new moon, but also the the sign that it is in. So last week was my new moon in Aquarius. I am an Aquarius. I love being Aquarius. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm always sharing shit about that. Um, But we use the energy of both the the sign and that new moon to help us really call forward what we want to focus on over the coming weeks in this cycle. And so your energy may be lower during that phase, but it's really important to recognize that this is not something written in stone, right? The new moon energy can be lower and that could impact you, but you may also have other cycles that you are focusing on and you are looking at in your life. So if you are somebody that menstruates, your menstrual cycle and the cycle phase that you're in will help also impact that. We can't just say that your energy will be low just because it's a new moon. Maybe you feel low. Maybe you feel different. Maybe there's a different energy coming through for you. So always keep that in mind, okay? But the new moon is a really wonderful time to be working on your business. So during that phase, looking at strategic tasks, looking at research, planning, what do you want to do? And typically because that, I mean, it happens to be at the beginning of month, 
that's when people typically do those things anyway. But of course, understanding that the lunar cycle is around 29 and a half days usually on the Gregorian calendar means that it won't always fall at the very beginning of a month. But right now, the specific phase that we're in is, if you're listening to this in real time, is waxing gibbous. Now, to generalize it, we'll just call it the first quarter. This is the time between the new and full moon, so it means the moon is going from dark to light. Now, this is a time to really take action on anything you've already planned out. This is a time to pay attention to your energy and refine anything that feels out of alignment. So if you made some really big goals at the end of last month, or if you laid out some new intentions under that new moon, and you have been working away on them, now is the time to just pause and just make sure that the things you are working on are the things that you set out. We have a really good or bad, depending on which way you want to look at it. We have a really good habit, bad habit of changing our minds very quickly. We can get distracted so easily by what other people are doing in the online space. And that can sometimes derail us away from the thing we said we wanted to do, right? My hand is raised right now because this is something that I used to have. This is something I repeated all the time in my business. I would say, I want to focus on, let's say, growing my email list. And I would figure out all the reasons I was going to do this and I would plan it out and I would write it down and I would really, really get into it. And then like a week later, I would see somebody talk about something else and I would just shift. I would switch strategy. I would switch task. I would switch all the different ways of working because I didn't trust my intuition. And this is why really using the lunar cycle in our business is a wonderfully a wonderfully intuitive resource. It's something that we can do, something we can use. It's something that's always available to us and we can use it to come back to ourselves. So if we have these ways of working, we have these prompts and we get used to recognizing which phase of the moon we are currently in, we're able to come back to that and remind ourselves that right now, now is the time to pay attention. Now is the time to just check in with ourselves and say, okay, where is my energy? Do I need to refine anything that feels out of alignment, right? Am I am I still working towards the intentions that I laid out a week or so ago? Have I suddenly been distracted? Is there a reason why I'm not? And it's okay. If there's a re- real reason why you can't work on that right now, pause. That's cool. But also recognizing that, bringing it to the forefront is so important for our energy. It's really important for our own self-talk as well, because otherwise we could easily look back and say, well, you didn't do what you said you were going to do. But if you have a reason for not doing it, cool. And if it's because you got distracted, cool, take a moment and get back into alignment with what you wanted to be working on. And this is exactly... (laughs) Coincidentally, this is exactly what was happening for me. I am in the middle, as I'm recording this, I'm in the middle of my small business snail mail launch. And I have been working on that. I've been sharing about it and talking about it. And it's been this really enjoyable process. And we have people inside the community. And I wouldn't normally launch something in January. You've heard me talk about this before. I don't typically do a launch this early in the year. 
but I did it. It was it felt really easy. It felt really a flow. But by the end of January, I was exhausted. And it's no surprise that I could not get an episode. I could not put together the words that I needed to share. And so for me, I called on that energy to check in with myself and say, you know what? You have been working really at max capacity. You have been putting in your time and energy and creativity into this really amazing thing. Now is the time to just step back, pause, reflect and get back into alignment. And that is why we're doing this episode today, because this is what I had planned. But I wanted to really bring that transparency forward. I really wanted to have that honest conversation with you and give you an example of how I can use and how you can use the energy of the moon to bring you back to what you're working on, to help you strengthen that intuition, how you can really listen to yourself. Because using the moon to plan your business is powerfully intuitive. Because even when the moon is cloaked in darkness, just like it was last week, you know it's out there, right? During that new moon, the moon is dark, but you know it's there. You know it's coming back. And each phase of the moon offers certain energies and it reminds us of how we can come back to ourselves, how we can integrate that energy into our business, into our content planning, into our creative process, recognizing when we want to and need to rest and recognizing when and when and when we want to and need to create. So during this first quarter moon, as the moon heads towards its fullness, towards its brightest point at that midway point of the cycle, Now is the time to really focus on completing any planning and strategic tasks, tasks, sorry, and adding creative tasks into your business. So if you're feeling really pulled to being more creative right now, that's absolutely okay. And this is one of the things that we can really allow when we're building those slow businesses, we talked about slow business last month, is recognizing that there are times when we want to do something different. And I think that's really hard as entrepreneurs because we are often so busy and we have, if you have other responsibilities besides your business that require you to put a lot of time and energy and even resources into someone else or something else, it can be really difficult for us to remember that we are humans. And so however much we might plan our schedule and however much we might plan our business or our content we might want to change our mind. And I've talked about this on the show before as well. And I'm an advocate for us practicing changing our mind, acknowledging it, allowing it to be okay, and recognizing that it's not a problem. But we've kind of been taught that changing your mind in online business means you're flaky, that people won't trust you. And from my own experience, I would say that's just not true. I think it's very honest. I think it allows, it welcomes or gives permission to other people to also do the same. I mean, changing our mind is something that is absolutely okay. And what we're able to do is really allow ourselves to shift between these ways of working, shift between strategy and creativity and shift between rest and work. And you get to decide what that looks like for you. And this is something that I've been playing around with in my own business, especially in the last couple of weeks, is 
how do I want that to look? Do I want to take regular breaks throughout the day? Because I have for a long time typically taken a longer break in the morning, started work later, so around maybe 10.30 or 11 a.m., and then worked just all the way through. But maybe that's not the way I need to work right now. Maybe that's something that I can shift so that it works better for my business and for my own energy. Maybe I want to take regular breaks. Maybe I want to work for an hour, almost like a, a variation of the Pomodoro technique, right? The Pomodoro technique is where you would work for 25 minutes and then you take a five minute break and then you can work for another 25 minutes. That's how you kind of start off in that technique and then you can build it. So you might work for 50 minutes and then take a 10 minute break and so on. And so that's a very strategic way of working and absolutely it works for so many people. You can also do it in just longer periods of time. There are people I know who will work for say an hour and a half and then take a break. But again, if you are someone who wants to cool on that way of working, but have it feel much more nourishing, you can just recognize that you could focus on a certain task and then take a break. And you can obviously decide what you're going to do in that break, whether you're maybe going to be creative, go for a walk, I don't know, go put some laundry on, whatever it is that you have to do during your day. You can see what I've been doing this morning. So The point of this is to help you recognize that there is energy available to us, that the moon is a way of coming back to that powerfully intuitive voice, that voice that asks us to consider our own needs, that asks us to really lean in to the energy or the 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 level of energy that we have in that given moment, in that given day or phase of our month, week, year, whatever it might be. You know, right now we're in February and this is the last the last month of winter. Now I know for some of you listening, <laughs> winter may drag on. I understand that. But typically February is the last month of winter and we then head into spring and With that, it can bring new shifts in our energy as well. As the clocks change, as we start to see more sunshine, we start to see more life, the days will get slightly longer, we will start to shift in the ways in which we work. And again, recognizing that is so powerful. And at the end of this month, we are going to do an episode where we're going to actually plan for spring with you. So we're going to really look at how we can start to plan our businesses for the coming season. So that will be coming in a couple of weeks. But for now, I want to remind you that the phase that we're in right now, the time of recording this episode or the time of listening is this first quarter of the moon and it's a time to take action. So you may have higher energy, right? We typically have higher energy as we build up towards the full moon, which is happening next week on the 16th of February. And during that phase, it's a really wonderful time just to look back at the last week or so, the last 10 days, take stock are you working in alignment with the things that you want to be working on? Are you working in alignment with the intentions and goals that you laid out for yourself? If not, be honest with why. 
there, shame is not welcome here, right? It's, I've talked about this before. There is no need for shame. Let's be curious. Let's look at why we're not in alignment. Let's ask ourselves really great, really great questions like, why am I not in alignment? What is impacting my time and my resources right now? You know, is this temporary? Am I sabotaging myself, right? Are we are we working on something that's really big and scary? Because this happens for me a lot. I'm working on something big and scary. And I'll, you know, just kind of go inward. And I'll ignore it. I'm like, no, that's that's big. That's scary. We're going to put that down. And I'm just going to stay over here where it's safe and comfortable. How can we welcome that into our comfort zone rather than stepping outside of our comfort zone? I think that's a really powerful question to ask yourself. If you're working on something that is big and scary something that is maybe outside of your comfort zone. How can you expand your comfort zone? Welcome it in rather than having to step outside. Because honestly, I know there is all this talk about how nothing ever happens in our comfort zone. A lot of shit goes down in my comfort zone and I'm I'm okay with that. I'm like pretty proud of how much I can work inside of my comfort zone. And I think that even now, two years into this pandemic, I think it's okay if we stay in our comfort zones. I'm just going to put that out there because I am not available (laughs) for any more shit to happen. I don't want any shit happening inside my comfort zone and I don't particularly want to step outside of it. So I'm okay with expanding the walls, the boundaries. I kind of always imagine it to be this fluid thing that's moving around me. And sometimes I might, you know, welcome something in and be like, "Mm, no, no not right now. But sometimes you might welcome something into your comfort zone that actually you can manage in a way, in a really intuitive way, a really safe way, a comforting way. So it doesn't have to feel overwhelming, scary. It doesn't have to make you hustle, right? There are ways of working that we can call upon. And I guarantee you already know the answer right? You already know the answer. You already know the way of working. It may not be clear right now. It may not be really obvious, but somewhere you already know the way of working. One of the things that I'm going to just mention before we finish up this episode, I have a really bad habit of saying, I don't know. And uh, this is personal. I have this really, I, I hear myself saying, and I get annoyed. I'm like, oh, seriously, you again? Like, I'm tired of your bullshit. I will say I don't know, especially when it comes to my business. I often talk about not knowing, not knowing what's next, not knowing how I'm going to do something, not knowing how I'm going to achieve that goal, not knowing how I'm going to create something. And you may remember at the end of last year, if you've been listening since then, I talked about some big steps I want to take in my business and how I want to really evolve my publishing and creativity side of my business. That's really where my focus and energy is. I want to, if I can spend all my time creating pen pal letters, publishing books, recording TikToks or short form videos, I'd be a happy girl. (laughs) Like this is just really how I want to spend my time. And that is something that is on my vision board. I'm looking at my vision board right now. It's all over my vision board. There is snail mail on there. There is a typewriter. You may have seen I got a typewriter for my birthday. So that's already cool. Um, there are so many stationary related things on there because I really want to call that forward. 
But I also have a really bad habit of saying, I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know what's next. I don't know how I'm going to do that. And the reason I'm saying this is, the reason I'm telling you is because I do know. Somewhere, I already know. Somewhere there is a version of me that already has done this. If I really want to call it forward, if it's if it's on my heart, which it is, it's something that I really want to do. It's not that I don't know how to do it. It's not that I don't know what's going to happen next or when. It's that it's not it's not obvious right now. And this is a conversation I've been having with myself in my journal. What kind of phrases or ways and can I change this from I don't know to I'm not clear on it yet. It's, it's not obvious to me yet. I'm, I know, but I'm not ready to, to recognize how it's going to happen. Because if we think about the way we work as a collaboration between ourselves and the universe, we know that what we really want, those things that are on our hearts, those things that we really want to work towards, those opportunities that we seek out, we manifest them. Because manifestation is not some, it's not just some wooey thing where we're going to sit on a beach drinking a daiquiri and, oh shit, like I just made a million dollars. It doesn't work like that. And I really wish, I really wish these gurus and experts would stop with the bullshit and stop claiming that this is how manifestation works. It doesn't. It requires action. And so when we shift from manifesting our intentions, working towards our goals. When we shift from it's just going to happen if we do nothing and just sit around talking about it and wishing about it, when we shift from that to, well, if this is something I really want to work towards, what practical steps can I take, right? What practical steps can I take during this cycle? What practical steps can I take during this season, we are far more likely to A, manifest the shit out of what we want, B, learn along the way, and sometimes when that happens, we then recognize that, oh, we don't actually want this, or we want a different version of it. C, we find there's some, could we find there's something even better that we didn't know even existed, something we didn't even know we wanted, which is what I learned a lot last year in 2021, a lot of time I set out with this plan. I set out to create a seasonal planner. I was like, I am going to create four planners every year. It's going to be seasonal. It's going to be beautiful. Let's start with the season of autumn because it's my favorite. And then gradually over time, I recognized that, oh, that's, that's not what we want. Oh, there's this other thing that we could create, planning by the moon, that is far more aligned with where I'm heading in my business and planning by the moon was born from that but it was because I took those practical steps so I knew that I wanted to create a planner I've wanted to create a planner for years but the practical steps were to get started it wasn't perfect for me to use the first iteration of that planner which I did throughout the autumn and recognizing very quickly that actually what both you all wanted and what I really wanted that was on my heart, but I was terrified, was to create a moon planner. And I was nervous and I felt really uncomfortable doing that initially. 
But the, 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 the thing that changed with my comfort zone, because planning by the moon was way outside of my comfort zone. It was over, I'm using my hands and you can't see this, but it was way over <laughs> outside of my comfort zone. Because embracing that spiritual and witchy side of myself is still a process. She's been there since I was like 15. But because I had like a decade where I completely disconnected from that, it's still growing and evolving. So instead of me stepping out of my comfort zone and just going, fuck it, I'm going to create this thing, which would have been really scary, I expanded my comfort zone. I created the version that felt safe, which was an autumn planner, welcomed other people in, and those people said to me, but have you thought about creating this? We really loved this part. And when the feedback was unanimous, that was when it became clear to me that I was dis- I was doing a disservice to myself, to my passions, to everybody else around me by not creating that thing. And so we can be curious about where we are in the week, in the day, in the season. We can be curious about that. We can be curious about the cycle that we're in recognizing that they are cycles. It doesn't have to be permanent. Recognizing that we can test things, test it, see whether it works when it comes to your schedule, when it comes to the ways of working. It doesn't have to be permanent. You do not have to choose one thing and focus on that for the rest of time. I always joke with friends who I kind of started out an online business with many years ago. And I'm like, do you remember when we were kind of, we were told we were going to start this business and this was like the thing that we were going to do for the rest of our lives. And I've probably had three versions of my business in the last couple of years, let alone since I started. And I just think it's so unrealistic because we are human beings who evolve. Now more than ever, we evolve because we are being called to throughout all this like dumpster fire. We're not the same people we were two years ago. And so therefore the ways in which we work, the ways the, the ways in which we want to honor ourselves and our needs are different and that's okay. And by using the moon, using the lunar cycle to help us plan our businesses, to help us recognize when we need to rest and recognize when we can create and work. That reminds us that we are constantly evolving. It reminds us that we are traveling through these cycles and that by doing this, any decision we make could be the next best decision. It also helps us recognize that we are allowed to change our mind, that we can go inward, right? That we can be cloaked in darkness and we can still come back. We don't have to be on show all the time. The moon is really powerful and you don't have to, you don't have to be into tarot and oracle. You don't have to be interested in the occult. You don't have to be interested in any of these things to use the energy of the moon within your business. You can simply be interested in working more intuitively 
And I think that's incredibly freeing. I think it's really nurturing. And it's a really powerful way to recognize how we manifest. Because sometimes, again, we can forget that we have manifested those things. The power of journaling and writing down what we're working on really helps us to capture those moments so that we can go back and go, oh yeah, I manifested this shit. Like here was the thing where, here's where I set the intention. Here's the steps I took. It may have taken me a year. It may have taken me a month, however long it takes, but you manifested it. And recognizing that along the way is so, so beautiful. So I feel like this episode went in a few different directions. This is what happens when I don't have proper notes. (laughs) But thank you anyway. I know that you guys are used to this. This is how I roll. But thank you for listening in to today's episode of Planning by the Moon. This episode where we're going to... We just kind of covered it all. I wanted to introduce you to the phase that we're currently in. Talk about what we just experienced. And really just help clear up some of those myths around why we would use the moon and how you can really harness that power right now. So next week in episode 64, so we will be experiencing a full moon next week on the 16th of February. We're going to talk a bit about the full moon energy. We're going to talk about the phase that we're in at that time. And we're going to dig into that a little bit deeper. I want to talk about journaling during the full moon um, because the full moon is when it's at its brightest, but it's the midpoint of the lunar cycle. I think it seems really, seems really strange to think of the, I I still, it still fascinates me that the full moon is actually not the end of the cycle. It's the midway point. And I really love that. I love that reminder. So, and I just, when she's at her brightest, I am just, Grayson and I will just stand at the window, just staring at her. And I'm like, it blows my mind that we're looking at the same moon. Even now, I don't know. It makes me very emotional as well. So, Next week, we're going to be talking about the full moon. We're going to be talking about ways in which you can journal and the energy of that moon. Um, I'm also going to be talking about the full moon itself. So we're experiencing a full moon in Leo. (laughs) Let me get that right. So I'm going to talk about that energy as well and give you some journaling prompts that you can use over those coming days to help you to check in during that midpoint. And then the end of the month, so the last episode for February, As I promised, we're going to do a plan with me episode. So I'm going to sit down and share with you how I'm planning my business for the spring, because I think this is really, really important after we chatted all last month about slow business and we talked about planning and strategizing. And I shared with you the ways in which I do plan ahead and the ways in which I do strategize for my business. So we're going to actually get into some of that. And I'm going to share with you again, some practical ways in which you can incorporate that into your own business as you plan ahead for spring. And um, as we get ready for the baby lambs and the daffodils and all that good stuff. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for listening in to today's episode, episode 63. As I said at the beginning, I... I just really appreciate every single one of you for listening, for showing up, for engaging with content, the DMs you send me, especially last month. We had really great feedback for our theme for slow business. And I really, really loved having those conversations. And 
I mentioned this before, but if you have a particular topic that you are interested in, or if you have a guest that you would love me to chat with, or maybe you want to be featured on the show, um, you can 100% reach out, let me know what you would like to talk about on the show. We do have a booking form, but you can email me or you can send me a DM. We'll link to all of that in the show notes. Um, and yeah, as always, if you love this show and you haven't, I would really appreciate and love if you could leave us a five-star rating and review. You can now leave ratings and reviews over on Spotify as well. So I know that Spotify has had a little bit of, a little bit bad press since the legend that is Neil Young took all of his music off. Um, but you can leave reviews on Spotify or on Apple podcasts. So reviews and ratings really help the show. It really helps us to A, recognize what we're doing really well. Um, it also helps us to spread the word and we can share your kind words with other folks. So if you have a few minutes this week, we would absolutely love for you to send through that five-star rating and review Um, we really appreciate your listenership and I cannot wait to sit down with you next week and talk all about the full moon. So until next week, outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws. Outlaws.